the title of this message is don't hide your gifts and talents do you believe you have gifts and talents amen amen I do believe that God created you and he has plans and purpose for you to fulfill in this life and when we when we were born God gave gave you natural talents and abilities for you to use it during your life on this earth every one of us we receive these abilities and also when we are born again God gave us spiritual gifts we're gonna understand the difference between talents and gifts because talents repeat with me I received talent when I was born and I received gifts when I was born again amen then talents and gifts but God gave both to us and today I want to explain more and let's look to the definition uh, of gifts I was searching on a dictionary and I'm gonna read and we're gonna read here and see the definition of gifts 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 denoting extraordinary power distinguish certain Christians and enabling them to serve the Church of Christ the rece reception of which is due to the power of divine grace operating in their souls by the Holy Spirit then gifts is something that the Holy Spirit gave to you when you born again everyone that is born again received some gifts and we're gonna explore this during the preaching and what's the definition of talents talents a person regardless of his belief in God or in Christ like doesn't matter if you are a Christian or not it's given it's a it's given a natural talent as a result of a combination of genetics for example some have natural ability in music art or mathematics and sur su surroundings like uh, growing up in a musical family for example you aid one in developing the talent of for music or maybe because God desired to endorse certain individuals with certain talents for example we can read in the Old Testament this man called Bezalel in ex Exodus 31 he was the one who received this talent to build the 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 tent the tabernacle then spiritual gifts are given to all believers by the holy spirit then remember spiritual gifts are given by the holy spirit and talents you got when you were born when you since you were born at the time they placed their faith in christ for the forgiveness of their sins at the moment the Holy Spirit gives to the new believer the spiritual gifts he desired the belief to have like to use this because God gave something to you for you to use for the church to grow amen and then uh, I understand everything was given by God talents and gifts everything was given by God but my question is what are the gifts and talents you have what are you good at like maybe you have ability with music or sports arts 
maybe writing, cooking, maybe you have some of these abilities. Some people also can be good talking about uh, gifts, can be good at teaching, or others are good at giving words of comfort, others are very good at administration and earning money, and others are good at organizing and coordinating. I'm going to look in some passages in the Bible together for us to understand uh, the gifts, not the talents, okay? Because the Bible talks about gifts more, explain them very well. Let's read then Romans 12. Romans 12, 4 to 8. Romans 12, 4 to 8. Okay. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do, do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, forms one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If, you, if your gift is, now he's going to start saying some of the gifts. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. Seven, if, he, if it's serving, then serve, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Then we see here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight gifts. And then the, there is other passage that we are not going to look deeper, but just for you to know if you want to study more, 1 Corinthians 12 talks about the gifts of the Spirit. And these gifts here also are gifts that God gave us to us to use in the body of Christ. And we're going to understand more why God wants to give us gifts for us that are in the church. Why do we think we, we need gifts? One thing it's important to remember, the gifts are not for you. They are to be used through you. Say with me, the gifts, the gifts are not for me. They are for me to use through me. <laughs> I have to use this. God gave me something and I used to bless my brother and my sister. That's every gift that I have, I have to use to bless the body of Christ. The Bible says in the, in the verse 5 that we are one body. Use your gifts then for what? To serve. Uh, like uh, if we draw some parallels, uh, I want you to understand. Like if you draw some parallels, like the, we are a body, okay? We are a body. And for example, if you receive this gift of um, prophecy, it's like uh, you are like the mouth and you are giving directions. You are giving like directions to the body because you are giving words of encouragement. For example, if you, if you, um, also if you, if, 
Encouragement is like the respiratory system because we need air. Without air, we cannot live. And then these words of encouragement that we give to each other help us to live. For example, if you are good in, fi in a financial area and you can give money to help the church, you help the body of Christ to move because we need to move. We need to go ahead. We need to grow more and more. And then all those gifts help us to grow, to move, to think better, to feel better about each other. This is the reason that we need to share the gifts that we have. If you, if you hold just for yourself, you're not blessing the body. You're not blessing. When I say body, is the person beside you. Look to them. Look around. Are you seeing beautiful people? Every time you use things that God gave to you, you are blessing someone beside you. Amen. We need to understand one thing. The church is a body. And if all the ministries of the church is, is made by few, like if all the work is made by few people, it means the body is not growing to grow. We need to restructure it. The reason God put this word in my heart to share, because we see that the church needs to grow. This local church needs to grow more. But how can we grow? We will grow if everyone starts uh, growing in their own gifts. If you keep it for yourself, we cannot grow. Imagine if just one hand do the work all the time in your own body. How is going to be? The other one is going to be more useless. And I want to share uh, one testimony. Once I heard this testimony about this girl La, named Laura Silva. She, she, she's Brazilian, but she lives in America for a long time. She was studying to be a nurse, but after, after a while, she started feeling frustrated and out, and out of her place. And then, then she dropped it out of college. She stopped studying. Later, one of her friends invited her to, to church. She born again, but she still wasn't happy in her professional life. And then her friend asked her one question, and that question changed her life forever. And the question was, what were you doing when you last felt truly happy? And then she started thinking about her past, when she was truly happy, when she was doing something. And she said that probably w the happiness, the happy time was when she was doing drama class at her secondary school, when she was doing drama and she was dancing. And she, she remembered that that time was a time she really felt very happy. And then what she did, she signed for a class of uh, learning how to be an actress, and then she studied uh, to be an actor, she studied, and later she heard about the show Chosen, and she was, she was chosen <laughs> to be part of the, the, the crew, and now she is the uh, wife of Peter, 
Maybe if you watch it, you know who I'm talking about. She is the wife of Peter. And she said that now, uh, I, I'm gonna just, I'm repeating what she said, that's why I'm, I want to read. Because she's using the gifts and talents that God gave to her, and now she's blessing many people. And she said to, uh, that it was like there was something that was dormant. And now, because she had this encounter with God, she was able to, to find her gifts and her talents. And now she's using like uh, her talents to earn money for herself, but also she's blessing the church. She's blessing many people with her talents. And this is a way for you to understand that when God gave us something, he wants us to use to bless others. It's not just for yourself. Your talents, your gifts, is for you to bless others. We need to understand we are here in this earth to bless, to bring the kingdom of God here, wherever we go, in your, our work, workplace, among our family members, neighbors, and also here in the church. Also, I said to you, I'm going to explain more about uh, gifts and talents. I want to read some passages in the book of Matthew. It's, we're going to look in the chapter 25. I don't have time to go through the whole chapter, and I suggest you, if you want, you can go and, and read the whole chapter. But we're going to look a few, few verses. But the first ones we're going to look is... Uh, Matthew 20, 25, verse 24 to 30. Just to have you a, a background about this passage. In this parable of the talents uh, that starts in verse 14, this man gives bags of talents to three servants. Two of them multiply their talents and one don't. Who do those guys represent? Tell me. Who do they represent? Those servants. The church. The church. Say, me. Appoint to yourself. <laughs> Say, myself. They represent myself. And the Lord, the, the, that's that man who gave the talents, represent the Lord. And then think about, you receive talents from, from God. And Jesus he came and he went to, to heaven. And now you have these talents. Some receive five, some receive three. Maybe you received one. But all of us receive some talents. I'm just going to read what the last guy did. The one who received one. Verse 24. He also, he also who had received the one talent, come forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sowed, and gather where I scatter no seed. Then you ought to have invest my money with the bankers, and 
and at my coming, I should have received what my, was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the 10 talents. For the everyone who has will more be given. F sorry, 29. For to everyone who has, has will more be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the other darkness. In the place there will be weeping and garnishing of teeth. We see here God's calling us our attention. Every one of us received something. And our challenge is to multiply. It's not to hide. Don't read, don't heed your talent, but multiply it, use it. Don't, don't say, oh, but I, I don't know, I'm afraid of the Lord, maybe he's gonna punish me. No, my dear, use it. He's gonna help you. He's gonna help you to use this. He's gonna help you to how you can use your talent. He's gonna guide you, he's gonna teach you. The church as a body, helps you to multiply your talent. Because here you have opportunities to use your talents in different ways. Maybe you start little, and then as you use more and more, you grow. Amen. Amen. What you have is not for you remember. I want you to remember that. Or just for your family, but is to bless people around you to help them to know Jesus. That's the reason God put us together as a body of Christ. If it wasn't, he you'll be saved and take to heaven. Save it, take to heaven. Save it, take to heaven. But this is not the plan of God. He wants us to bless this earth. And the way we can bless is with our, gi our gifts and our talents. Amen. 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 Let's look now, keeping reading the Matthew 25. I want to show you another bit like I said, I'm not going to explore the whole chapter, but you can read more. Matthew 25, 31 to 36, and then verse 40. 31, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separate the sheep from the goats. I want to imagine this is Jesus returns. He will come back and he will call all of us in front of him. Can you imagine this? He will call us all of us in front of him. Verse 33. He will put the sheep on his right and the goat on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who were blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Then he's going to say why you're going to be able to get this blessing. Look to the, the reason. Verse 35. For I was hungry. Let's read together. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. 
I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invite me in. I was I needed clothes, clothe me. I was sick and you look after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Verse 40. 40. The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. My beloveds, every time we help someone, we are helping Jesus. Every time you do something for someone, you are doing it for Jesus. Amen. And Jesus said in the last day, he, he was telling us something that's going to happen in the future. You are going to be welcome and you're going to receive rewards because you did that. Because you blessed those who were in need. That's why we, we need to understand we have talents and gifts, and these are for others. Amen. Because when we do for others, we are doing for Jesus. Everyone that is in need, maybe someone from the church, and maybe uh, uh, someone that is not from the church. In English, we say, that, that we need to love our neighbor. And sometimes we think neighbor is the person who lives beside my house. <laughs> but neighbor is not just the person that lives beside you, beside your house. Neighbor is everyone that's around you, in your workplace, in your school, in, in, in your neighborhood. They are your neighbor. And you have to understand, they need to, to see the love of God through your life. We need to show this love. Amen. 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 I want to share with you also something that uh, I got from a book. It's called The Perfect You. The author, she's a Christian, she's a neuroscientist. Her name is Caroline Leaf. And she mentioned uh, in her book uh, many studies that uh, people do for degree, for masters, and things like that. And one of the studies states that the people who served or helped others when they were going through something, like some problem, experienced 68% increasing in healing compared to those who only got treatment for themselves. You see, people who help others, they, they are healed emotionally quicker than those who stay, like they start receiving help, but they stay on their own bubble. <laughs> As we get out of our own place, we start helping God heal us. Uh, another is, is study uh, says, show that isolation has negative impact in mental and physical health. And then, like, uh, when you isol isolate yourself, you're going to be more uh, sick in your emotions and your mental health. And we need to look and pay attention to that. And also, for me, this is wonderful. We are made to interact with each other and help each other. This is what neuroscience says. 
but also the B, the Bible uh, has been teaching us this through for thousands of years. And look to this Bible verse, Ephesians 4, 16. L let's have a look in this Bible verse. Let's read together. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps others' parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. So beautiful, isn't it? The more we are connected and we help each other, what, hap what happens to us? We are healed and we grow in love. If we are isolated, if we are just in our corner alone, we cannot receive healing because healing comes through the body. Like how you can be healed as the, 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 the blood flows in your veins, you receive healing. As the air you breathe goes to your body, more oxygen goes inside of you, more healing you receive. If you are alone, you cannot receive healing. That's why it's so important for us to be together. That's why our church really, really encourages us to do volunteer work or being part of a team. Because when we, when we do that, we have opportunity to help our neighbors and we help to, to get close to each other. Also, I want you to remember, as a body, as a body members, we need to function well together in order to have a healthy body. You need to find your place in the kingdom of God. You cannot be an atrophied member. Like, if you, if you don't use your member, it's, it stop working, isn't it? As you move, you are healed. And, and the church here, you can help in different areas. And I would like to explain how you can help. Uh, Sam is now, he's gonna put here the QR code, yes, of the church. And normally we don't like people to have their phones or look to their phones during the preaching. But today I would like to ask you, you point the, the, your camera and try to get the code for you to open the website of the church, please. No? It's working? Did you get the website? Yes, in the top there is few lines and then you can click and then you're gonna see uh, join a team. And uh, did you get? Yes, please put back Samus, they need again. Yes, try again. <laughs> You're going to appear a link in your camera, and then you click, and then you go to the website. Did you get? Okay. Let's go ahead. Okay. I, I send you the link uh, later on the WhatsApp. Okay. But just for you to know, we have a website. And the website, we create one page called Join a Team. 
And uh, now Samus is gonna put back the first, the other picture. Yes, join, if you, you see those uh, black lines in the top, if you click there, then you're gonna see this option, join our team. And then you can fill and then go to the other one. The other picture now, please. Yes. Which teams are you interested? Those are the, the, the teams you have in this church that you may, you can join us. We have, we have children ministry, we have worship team, we have sound and media, the, the team that works there with computer. We have camera and photo, photography, like uh, we need people, we take pictures. We have uh, our online team, like we have, uh, we need people to work in our website, in our what's, uh, sorry, in our Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we have intercession and pray team. We have the welcome team, the people that stay in at the door. We have uh, set up and take a down. What is this? I don't know if you, if you know, but we need to put chairs and we need to take chairs back. This is the team. We have a Sunday tea and coffee. Who here likes the tea and coffee team? Who likes tea and coffee? Yeah, <laughs> me too. And also we have a Hope Cafe and we need people to help in the kitchen. We need to help people who like to talk to the visitors that comes that we call the evangelism. We want to start a drama and dance group. We need people to keep there, please. We need people to help with decoration because when we have special events, we need someone. And also when we have, for example, Shalom Total, we have the, the people who helps in the kitchen, washing dishes and things like that. And then as you see, there is so many areas in the church. Also, there is the leadership of cell meetings. And for each one, some of them you need to receive more training for the others you don't receive so much training and then you can you can offer yourself to be used and to 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 help in some areas of the church and we have of course some criteria to for those who want to help in the church like uh, you need at least to be baptized or uh, like a member of a church and become a member of our church shalom uh, start or doing your complete the conquer school because this is uh, we don't want people to just work 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 but we want people to learn more from the Lord to grow in their faith learning about the Bible because this is need to be a balance amen and uh, as I mentioned in first Corinthians 12 there it speaks more about the spiritual gifts and compares the church as a body. Each of one of us, we are not going to read 1 Corinthians 12, okay? But each one of us has a part to play. We are a beautiful body, multicultural, multilingual, but we are one. This church is so beautiful because we have people from so many different backgrounds from so many different countries. And I know you have talents and gifts that maybe you never shared with us, 
but I know you know to do something, you, you are able to do things, and we want to see this body working more and more together. If you don't do your part, what happens? Others will feel overwhelmed. For example, just think about your body. If you hurt your album, this album here, right one, what's gonna happen to your arm? Can you, can you do things with your arm if it's, if it's hurt? You're gonna start doing things with your left one. And then this one is gonna be very overwhelmed because it's working more. But if you have two arms, much better, isn't it? It's the same with the church. If everyone helps, at the end, what's gonna happen? Nobody's tired. But if it just few helps, what's happened? People feel tired. And sometimes they, want, they say, I don't want to do this anymore because it's always me, 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 and nobody else is helping. And then we need to understand, like, uh, the more we share, the more we help, the more we will be able to grow because a body that is sick or using just few parts, we cannot do things well. We can grow more and more as a church, but only if the whole body decides to move in some direct, to move and then we're gonna be able to move together. Amen. And I, I want to say again, don't hide your talents. I know you have some. And, and if you look deep in your heart, you will find things that you are good at, things that you can do to serve the church. And at the, at the end, you feel glad and, help and happy because you are using what you have. And when we serve, we grow and we feel complete because we are fulfilling God's calling. Every one of us have received at least one talent. It's impossible you say to me, oh, I don't have talent. Impossible. You have one, don't you? Can you think about someone, some of your talent? And gifts. How about the gifts that God, God gave you? Do you have some? Amen. And then we can start using them. For example, I'm going to share just about me. In the past, when we moved to Ireland, I'm not going to talk about before, <laughs> just 15 years ago when we moved to Ireland, I was helping with the children ministry. I was the first teacher of the children ministry. Lucas and uh, Anderson, I think they remember me. <laughs> I was the first teacher. And then we moved to the, I moved to the children's, uh, to the youth. I trained some of the, the people to, to work in the children's ministry, and then I moved to the, to the youth, and I was leading the youth, and the guys remember me as well. <laughs> I was also working in the beginning. I was multitask. I was working with the, the same place as Sam as is. We, I was projecting things. Sometimes then I train someone, and then this person, then they start doing that. Um, sometimes I'm trying to be in the sound desk. I wasn't so good, but I try. <laughs> I was in the worship team. 
preaching, teaching. And one thing that uh, God gave me in the past few years is the I was able to grow more in this area of counseling. And now I have a diploma. I'm working as a counselor here in town and also in the church. And then you can see like a, I was able to multiply my talents and my gifts. And I believe everyone has. Maybe you don't have as much as I have, but I, you have something. And I want to challenge you to start thinking about how can I bless this church? How can I bless my neighbor? How can I be used by God to bless people around me? Let's stand up and let's pray. And this pray, I want you to offer yourself. And for me, when I stood the Bible, I always like to read the whole chapter. And we have been studying about offering ourselves as a living sacrifice. This is the beginning of Romans 12. We studied, Pastor Marcio shared something, uh, Antonio shared also something. And the beginning of chapter 12 of Romans says, for us to offer ourselves as, as a living sacrifice. And then Paul keep, keep talking, he keeps talking about the gifts, about us as a body. And then I understand for us to work, for us to use our body, ourselves in the church to bless each other, we need to understand this is a living sacrifice. This is not something that you do just, it, it costs, but it, at the end, you are, you're going to be blessed because you are doing something for the kingdom glory, for, because you love Jesus, because you want to see his glory to be seen by others, because you are able to show love through our, your attitudes. Amen. Amen. And I, I would like you to close your eyes and pray yourself and start saying, God, here I am, Lord. Offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Offer yourself and ask him, God, I know you gave me talents and gifts. I know I have something that I can give to you. I can give, I can offer to you. I can be used to make this body, this body of Christ to grow, to move, to be more shine to you to be used by you father i pray for my brothers and sisters lord and i ask you lord for you to anoint each one of us lord more of your holy spirit lord help us to see lord how blessed we are lord how oh lord how talent we are lord things that you gave us lord things that you can lord use us lord more and more and your kingdom will be Lord, sing. Your kingdom will come, Lord, and people will be blessed in this place, Lord. I pray, Lord, for my brothers and sisters, Lord. Show them, Lord, a way for, for them to bless others, Lord. Show them a way for them to be used by your glory, Lord, because we don't want to be rejected by you at the end, Lord. We don't want, Lord, to be rejected by you, Lord, as you said, Lord, to those who you were at your left hand, Lord. We want to be those like those who's going to be at your right hand, Lord. We want to, 
to be welcomed by you, Lord, because we served you, Lord. We, we fed you, Lord. We gave things, Lord, to others, Lord, in your name, Lord. And I pray that you can open our understanding, Lord, and help us, Lord, to grow as a church, Lord, serving each other, Lord, loving each other, Lord, and bless each other, Father. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 And if you want to help, you can go to the website, sign there. Also, you can talk to one of us, and you, you, we can help us to join one of the teams.